Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. How's everyone feeling today? I am feeling fine, actually. Me too. Shockingly, it's a Sunday morning for Emily and I. Yeah. And Sunday mornings, as we know, I struggle sometimes, but this one (laughs) I'm doing completely fine. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that we stayed sober last night, didn't go out. Yeah. The only thing that's wrong with me right now is I took absolutely one sip of my chai latte and it <laughs> ran through me like a truck and I can't use the bathroom here because there's a bunch of men upstairs doing work and the bathroom's directly centered yeah they're like basically just sitting right outside the door yeah so. and it would like there would be some disruptions <laughs> let's just say that I got um four shots of espresso in my coffee today that is so psychotic we're gonna I, be I'm sorry to say this trigger warning but I would kill myself <laughs> That would make me so anxious. <laughs> it doesn't really affect me that bad, I feel like. I don't know. I guess I'll find Four, out. I used to do that in college when I was... Study, like Because what's a, what's a venti normally for... I think it's... This said it was two. So I just got um, a blonde vanilla latte, but I added two shots. So... Okay. Because I used to two. do a, a venti caramel macchiato, which I think is two. Well, macchiato might have more than... Oh, I don't know. Tea. I have no idea. But then I would add, and I would feel like I was flying. Flying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was scary. <laughs> but it kind of hit different the library Starbucks. Oh. And then the library bathroom directly after. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course. Sorry to talk about shit so much, right? <laughs> Top of the show. Uh, uh, this was a big weekend. It was. Not for us, just for the world. Oh, yeah. For the world. Um, yeah, there was a lot going on. Um, I guess I feel like we should start with Taylor because it's all I'm physically capable of talking about. Yeah. Right Wait, I don't think anything else went on in the world. Just Taylor is all. Oh, I, I don't know. Like new Daisy Jones episodes. We can talk oh, about those later. That's yes. always a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Taylor's tour started. Sorry to everyone who. Taylor Swift is her. It's her last name. If oh. you haven't heard of her. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to everyone who like. <laughs> We're on a first care. name basis. So. But I was following Kyle all day Saturday being like, look at this. Like, look yeah. at this. Like holding my phone. up, like showing him stuff. And I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe she sang Tim McGraw or like stuff like that. Like I. I so- woke Kevin up this morning to showing him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is me trying. The first conversation I had, I was like, guess. I made him guess. I was like, guess how many songs Taylor sang. And he was like. 20 and I was like no more and he was like 25 and I'm like not even close double it (laughs) literally double it I was blown away Miss Taylor Swift sang 44 songs she do 44 both nights yes and just different ones okay um I think there might be some people out there who don't want tour spoilers I don't know how I guess you're just gonna not go on the internet for the next six months um but we're gonna- i think we can talk about the songs we, yeah we're trying to stay away i definitely have watched videos and when i was drunk on friday night i oh, it was on i was uncontrollable i was i got home and was in bed i was so drunk but i was just watching the live stream but i don't really remember any of it i just remember being like so emotional i, I was like sobbing and also the live stream i was watching they were so far away. It was just like came on my for you page. <laughs> and so she was a spec. No, you couldn't even see because it's like an iPhone I too. So the lighting, she's like ba- a, barely a person. Yeah. But I was still just loving it. But I don't remember like the stage situations really. Like I've seen photos and stuff. Yeah, so that's course. a giveaway. But I scrolled past three live streams last night for night two. It was ridiculous. Yeah, everybody's trying to get their little Some girl said piece she had 100,000 people on her live stream, which is just so crazy. There was this one guy named Ryan, people will know, that was live streaming Friday night. And there was, like, it had millions of likes. That's so, that's so nuts. And everyone was just like, and then he started singing at one point. So everyone was talking about, like, his singing. <laughs> and everyone was like, we love Ryan. <laughs> but I don't think that was the one I was on, because the one I was on had a terrible view. Yeah. Well... Um, should we discuss the set list? What are your, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, it's interesting. It's not what I thought it was going to be. 
Me too. I was so surprised. And also, I was so surprised about 44 songs in general. I saw some guy like meticulously go through every single album. He was like picked out, you know, the three songs from each album she would definitely sing or like the ones statistically she would sing. And it was up to 26 or 27 songs. He was like, there is no way she will sing more than 30 songs. Like he was like, it's just not physically possible. It's a lot. And I respect her for that. I don't know how she's going to do that for as long as she's touring but like god bless her i know i'm so worried by the time our show comes around she's gonna be like sick as fuck i know the first the first show she's like i missed you guys so much i can't even explain it for our show she's like i'm so fucking done with you bitches <laughs> well luckily she's only doing weekends yeah so no, she'll be she's fine. got i mean like she'll do at one point four shows in a row but she'll have like she's only performing thursday through sunday then she'll have Monday through Wednesday to recover. I mean, it's kind of like her job. That's like, that is fine. true. She's built for it, and she she's, she's been, been off training. for a couple of years, so she's good. <laughs> she's good to go. Not that uh, she isn't always working her ass off, but um. All right. Well, first of all, I just want to talk about Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Yeah, so unexpected on my behalf. If you like. <laughs> were to like hold a gun to my head and be like, "What song is she opening up with?" Like, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. Oh, I'd be on the ground there's no way i would have guessed that no Which i don't know what so i would have guessed so i don't think that i can like i don't know what i would have guessed but it wouldn't be that i maybe like something from midnight's just because it's like the newest yeah like anti-hero or something <laughs> <laughs> she she does sing that one right yeah i think yeah, so she has to yeah so i mean emily has to sell us in front of her but a lot of um, the folklore and Evermore girlies won this round. Holy shit. And I do love folklore and Evermore, of course. But as we know, Speak Now girlies are going through it. And that's okay. I was thinking about it because I was like, it's obviously, I think next to Red, obviously for re-releases, like it's one of her most iconic albums. Yeah. So I was like, how the fuck can you only sing one song? And I'm like, well, maybe because she hasn't re-released them, that she doesn't want to sing them. Yeah, we were transparently talking about this on the way here. It's so hard to hold our thoughts in on the car ride to the studio <laughs> is when we haven't seen each other. But yeah. Um, yeah, she doesn't own those songs, so it wouldn't make sense for her to perform them and have people like go stream them, I guess. But I don't know. It's still sad. I and just, she did do a whole tour for Speak Now, but she also did a whole red tour. I don't know. I think she's mostly doing what she hasn't toured with, well, which it makes sense. She's done a whole sense. rep tour. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much reputation is there? Uh, four songs. Mm. So It's just like, give me a couple, Speak at Now. At least more than one. I mean, Enchanted is a good one. If Yeah, I if guess it's if gonna I was going to pick one, now I have to pull up Speak Now. If I was going to... Obviously, like praying for dear John, but it would never happen. You and know, I would literally, yeah, I would saw off two of my toes <laughs> to hear dear John live. Which, which toes? Well, I don't know. Whichever ones I don't need as much. I know I they're like, you feel like your toes aren't important, but then they are so you important about for your it, balance. And they are, yeah, for your balance. So I, I think, think you need your pinky. Your but I think if I do big. like, if I just do, keep the big, the middle, and the outside, like, I feel like I should be fine. So you could use lose, like, the second. Yeah, like, every other. So that, yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. Two on each foot or just two in total? Just one. Actually, I'm only willing to give up one foot. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be able to balance on one side. I think the only other one I really w would want to see, if I had to pick, would be Sparks Fly, but I've seen that. Yeah. And, like, obviously Long Live, but I seriously, I don't think I can take it. I don't think I can... I would love long live dear John. Oh yeah. Go ahead. So sorry for the people that like literally don't care about this. Just fast forward. We will talk about other things. Oh, I would like, I mean, transparently I'd like every song. Um, <laughs> Obviously. Uh, I was going to say, I like back to December a lot. Yeah. That's a good one. But that's, I mean, I would be content with back to December. I mean, enchanted is, a, it, I, if you're going to pick one, I do think enchanted yes, is good. I agree. And I was playing Enchanted in the car yesterday and my eight-year-old brother was like, what is this song? I love it. And yeah. I was like, Swifty in the back? Who knew? It traverses ages and genders and Yeah, of everything. course. Of course. Um, so my, I know that she has already re-recorded Speak Now, though. So just yeah, release she's it. She's sitting on it. I so think you can sing it. She should release it the night before we go. Right. And then just do a bunch of songs 
for our specific concert. I think that could happen for sure. I mean, if you man up, like if you think about something enough, like, and her and I are connected in that way. Mm -hmm. So there's a big possibility Mm -hmm. of that happening. Right. Just a random day in June. Like before, like a really big city like (laughs) Pittsburgh. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Well, maybe she'll just re-release it afterwards and then she'll just have another tour <laughs> yeah Emily thinks she's gonna have another tour with speak now which is a theory that I love to entertain but it's just not I, I just don't, don't think, think so only because she's already done it and she's gonna have to take a few years off after this one but I mean she always shocks us so that's true um so she is doing a surprise little song each show yes which but is kinda we, fun. we thought it was only gonna be one surprise song but she did she switched two. She did two last night. And for the people that got to see State of Grace, like the acoustic piano version, like you don't understand how lucky you are. Yeah, I saw some TikToks that's like me pretending to be happy for them, knowing I won't hear it. Like, like that's like my one of my most favorite Taylor Swift songs ever. Yeah. I think I'm a red girly. Like I really think I am a red stan. Yeah, I think you are too. Like I think that I think that is that's it for me. I've been trying to figure out. I have not a fucking clue what I'm gonna wear. I'm a fearless speak now, bro. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. And I love seeing all the videos of people's outfits. But everyone's so creative. It's so cool to see what everyone does. And I'm like, I would just would never think of that. Yeah. Well, it's so fun to dress in like Lover or Midnight or like Reputation. But I just don't. I think I'd be a fake ass bitch to do that. I think I'd have I have to do I know it. it's like I could wear a sick ass reputation outfit but you guys would all know that I'm lying <laughs> <laughs> so I can't <laughs> yeah well I, I can't dr- I can't dress for red unless I was to like wear something red what am I gonna do wear, no like- I was I told you I want to wear a red dress yeah but like I'm not going I don't know it's hard it's really complicated We're gonna I think I'm just gonna out. wear something cute and if it like <laughs> happens to <laughs> if it happens to coincide right. with an era yeah Luckily, like, you can kind of do anything and then just be like, it's one of the colors. Exactly. Um, I was about to say how the whole, like, it's such a safe space because it's, like, the girls and the gays and everyone's passionate about everything. But then I remembered that, like, it's not really a safe space because Swifties are really cutthroat. Yeah, there has been some really mean stuff out there about other people at Taylor shows, like, Swifties coming at girls who don't know lyrics and like talking about how they don't deserve to be there or getting mad at girls for bringing their husbands or boyfriends. Like it's so interesting. People are also getting mad at people for going to multiple shows or for going to both opening nights. But really it's really toxic behavior because honestly, most people, if you're going to two nights, you probably got them resale. So it's like, you could do that too. If you want to spend two grand or whatever it is like, or they fought their, they went through the process and got maybe one and then whatever. But yeah. it's like everyone did have the same opportunity, although the opportunity fucking sucked <laughs> and right. it was horrible. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't think you can be mad. People are going to spend their money how they want to, how they want to. And if someone wants to go to every show and they have the money, then they're gonna like, yeah, and that's fine. In I'm, my opinion, I'm going to be curious to see if there's going to be like girls who the dedication for Harry, if there's going to be like. Swifties who do that which I feel like there will be I already saw one girl and she's going to 11 I think and she went to both opening Holy nights hell. and she was getting canceled via yeah. TikTok but it's like I don't know she said she's a teacher so Whoa. skeptical on where the funds are coming from but it's like literally none of my business exactly like it is what it is <laughs> yeah okay it, I don't know it's just like okay I, I want to go to multiple not everybody's schedule not everyone like can financially do that but I don't know yeah, like we're going to work or do our best to try to go to the Philly show, which I think I think we will. I think it's going to yeah, be fine. It's I'm just going to like spend the money. It's to the wind. Like it is what it is. Well, Philly for us, we don't like for Phoenix. I was like, I will pull Trig and buy us tickets for Phoenix. But then it's like, OK, it's not just that because there's nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere in the whole city to stay. So we can't go to Phoenix unless it's, we want to sleep in the car. I don't even where. Oh, or sorry, Glendale. I was going to say is that I don't even know where that is in Arizona. <laughs> I don't know if Phoenix and Glendale are close together. I've heard both and yeah. I know it was technically sure Glendale. I'm sure they're close. That would make sense. Yeah, but we can just hop in a car and like drive an hour and a half. To we Philly can go home and be fine. And it's not a huge commitment. Like, yeah. so I think I just be like for the opportunity to maybe see nothing new live for the first time. Like we, it's bringing tears to my eyes. 
Phoebe's doing that's not her first opening, is it? Um, I know she's gonna be at the Gillette shows in New Jersey also, but I don't know what the I don't know what the calendar looks like. So it okay. might not be. You're right. Fuck. Yeah, I you know. It would be, be cool to see that, that first. Be because if you have Phoebe as an opener and they don't do that, I'd like request my money back. Or like, um, I texted Emily. I'm not going sold my tickets. Why did I say that? (laughs) No, because I, I texted, oh, she didn't sing right where you left me. So I texted and I was like, oh, just, just not realizing she didn't sing right where you left me. Like just sell my ticket. I don't really want to go anymore. And then Kat said, I already sold mine. (laughs) She only sang one speak now. Yeah. Well, not only that, but no, what have could have should have. Oh my God. It's crazy. Yelling, but that's criminal. We are the most annoying podcasters on the planet right (laughs) now. No, you're on your own kid. I wanted to talk about the midnight songs. Yeah, I like I'm glad I'm really happy vigilante shit's like not my cup of tea like it's not the music that I listen to but I that song slays I think it'll be great live I don't like love it that's what I'm saying like it's gonna be so good on tour I'm so glad she's singing it Lavender Hayes amazing Bejeweled I am still not the biggest fan of that song it's gonna be fun but fun like yeah Yeah. there's other songs I'd rather hear than Bejeweled for sure but we are gonna be like so fancy during it would have could have should have just like all I wanted to do was be able to scream like give me back my girlhood yeah I would be sobbing that's all I wanted to scream me too with you guys it's yeah and it's not a lot to ask Just Whatever. do more songs. Yeah, just add a Just sing every more. song you have, like, I, wh- except for me. I was a- And Shake It Off. Dude, did she have to sing Shake It Off in Bad Blood? Like, Yeah, on. I was saying that to my stepmom yesterday. I was like, oh, she sang Shake It Off. And she was like, that's a, one of her most popular songs. I was like, okay, it's not, I'm not the one streaming it. It's so, it's so not, so not it. My um, sister loves it, though. Well, yeah, the little. Did you see the little girls who dressed up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My did God, you see the so ta- debut cute. Taylor that was like 10? No. In that group. I did. I she did like her curl. Lost and over she it. looked uh. so cute at the side part. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of debut Taylor, we will close this out soon. But she the first night sang Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. And then the second night sang nothing from debut. So how can you call it the Eras tour if you just don't do at least one song from each album? Taylor. What are you doing? If a, if a few particular Swifties listen to this, we would get canceled. <laughs> we love her, by the way. No, of and course. she can do no wrong. We're so we're joking. so excited, regardless. I just just a couple tweaks, you know. A couple small tweaks. I told my I got dinner with my dad on Saturday for his birthday, and I made him like guess how many songs. I was my favorite thing to do all weekend. Like, <laughs> I guess how many. I need songs to start doing Taylor that. Um, and I told him it was forty four, and he was like. Taylor Swift has like more than 20 songs. I'm like, I'm sorry. Have you been living under a rock? And he looked it up and she's like over 200. It's like 230 something. And he was like mind blown. I genuinely feel like he must not have been on the internet for the last like 15 years, which isn't the case. Well, I feel like if you are a dad, like they're so unaware of folklore evermore. Like they might know Midnight's came out. They're like the shake it off girlies. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like on the radio. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But whatever anyways i'm gonna start doing street interviews to people how many songs do you think that taylor <laughs> swift performed on her first era store i'm curious to see i feel like that's a world record most songs performed Ooh. by a single artist it has to be someone said beyonce's done like over 30 i think which would be one of the only other people i'd guess that would come close but that's got to be so exhausting. It's just like the way that I'm going to be exhausted in the stands. Yeah. And then imagining like being her on the stage. Right. Well, that's why I think she does a pretty heavy folklore evermore set so she can like kind of not Relax. move around so much. That's fair. But you really got to put your heart and soul into those songs, too. So like they're just as emotionally draining as dancing around to be jeweled. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm excited. Me too. It's like, it's even better than I expected, to be honest. It's really like from what I've seen, it's just such, it's so cool. I know. The details are so cool. I'm just really excited. It's all been feeling so fake, like that we're going, that she's touring. Yeah. And like, what a fucking time to be alive. Like when you're sad, <laughs> I, I need to actually practice what I preach because like when I'm having a really depressing day soon, I'm just going to be like, I'm alive during her literal prime. Yeah. Like and, you get to be alive during the same time as Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
like biggest... being alive with her at all is great but then like just right now and yeah. being like in my 20s and having her be my first concert I went to like that's so like I feel so lucky no it is it is truly amazing and it's a unique experience that no one else in the world has but me <laughs> just kidding it's like the whole <laughs> fucking world <laughs> but it's just so cool no it's still a good point I'm very very excited um our weekends this weekend friday night we were just at the bars yeah i like taylor (laughs) i always forget i don't really feel a strong connection to saint patrick's day i don't either we shouldn't there's no reason to but there are some people out there who like go hard for that holiday do you know who saint patrick is no Mm, should i no is it religious do you know who saint patrick is only because i watched h3 yesterday yeah um, the only notable thing that he did, which you might know when I say it, is okay. that he drove all the snakes out of Ireland. Oh, I can't say. I and that's kind of why we have St. Patrick's Day. Because he drove the snakes out of Ireland? Yeah. So what the fuck does that have to do with the United States? Nothing. That's the thing. <laughs> and the Irish don't really care either. Like, I mean, they celebrate it, but like we were there, like they do a parade, but it's a much bigger deal in, in the U.S. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's, it is a religious thing. I guess he got... St. Patrick got... From what I learned on H3, St. Patrick got kidnapped by um, some Irish pirates oh. for six years. Oh, my God. And then God spoke to him and said that he was going to, like, get out. Or he was going <laughs> to... I don't know. Like, he was going to get out and, like, spread the word of the Lord or something. And then he did. Okay. Get, he escaped or something. All right. Loving this little religious lesson Thank yeah you. so basically it seems like a fabricated story that now there's a holiday <laughs> no, uh, where a bunch drink. of people get really fucked up yeah i woke up with green shit all over my sweatshirt by the way green shit and i like thought it was from like my green eyeliner when i like took my sweatshirt off oh, but yeah. it was not it's not like there's no way so i don't know where it came from or what it was kyle had it all over his hands too like weird <laughs> so weird like marker or something I don't or, know. You it don't was know. The, suspiciously, suspiciously, the color of that like green foam from like the beers that you guys oh. got at the game. Because Doug and Casey got them before. Oh, I saw you. Casey's fingers. And it, was yeah. on Casey, it was on her mouth too. So I don't know, like, but it was like on like the neck of my sweatshirt. I don't know. It was super weird. It was so strange. But. Yeah, I didn't name my beer to be green, but like. I said no also. I haven't got be- mine, so of course. Right. It was green. I mean, I had my green beads on. I threw some green eyeliner on. Like I was wearing a green jacket. Yeah, like we were still festive, but I just like we don't we never make St. Patrick's Day plans. Like, no, ever yeah. We never do the bar crawls. We don't go to like the block party that's up the street at the Irish bar. We never <laughs> In terms of holidays, I don't know if you can I guess you call it a holiday. It's I think last on my list. Yeah. Really? I did have a Reuben. Which Ooh, was so good. I, my mom used to make Rubens every year, actually, so, for St. Patrick's Day. And I do so love good. that. I think I've decided, I feel like I've already said this on this podcast, but I, sandwiches have become my favorite food now. Okay. So. Mine's burritos, so. Oh, nice. Cool. Same, like, I feel like same. Beat. Yeah, but, like, kind you of. forget that really good sandwiches exist sometimes. And when I you remember. on a sandwich kick. Like, and you, like, are feeling like you want to treat yourself yeah. at the grocery store and you get good bread and prosciutto and salami oh, and arugula and do like an, an olive oil vinaigrette with the arugula salt pepper put it Holy all together shit. cheese melt it in the air fryer like do a garlic spread on the bread with butter <laughs> it's just whip that together <laughs> just whip it together and it is so good oh man dude kevin's uh jalapeno cheddar bagels looked they were delicious i actually had amazing. one this morning I can't believe he just he can just throw that together. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it took like hours, but right because you had to let him rise or let the dough rise. So he woke up early, went down, and made the dough, and then Mm -hmm. yeah, but they were really good. They weren't spicy enough, but they were really good. Well, I feel like for you that it's not does not come as a shock. Well, I feel like when you get a jalapeno and cheese bagel somewhere, there's a hint of it, but I've always mm-hmm. wanted one that's like spicy. Super, super spicy. You know spicy. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I texted him, And but we're going to work on the recipe. That's fine. We'll do better the second time. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe we should open up a restaurant as like a, a backup plan or start a band. Kyle and I have been really wanting to start a band because of Daisy Jones. Yeah. I was telling Kevin last night, I want to live inside of Daisy Jones as a groupie. Yeah, so badly. So badly. I want to be Camilla. That's all I want to do. Kevin thinks um, 
I guess I'll just say Suki, but Karen is hotter than Camilla. Really? Yeah. Which is an interesting development, but like they're both just so hot. Yeah. I can't stop staring at them. No, it's actually insane. The episodes, we won't do any spoilers. We're actually, um, just to be honest with you guys, we're going away for a bit. So we're going to (laughs) do two episodes right now and then we're going to be off for a week. So just, this is a trigger warning. You have another week of an episode and then we're going to be off for a week but we're going to wait all that time to then talk about daisy jones finale so that people get time to watch yeah you've got time to catch up you maybe even have time to read the book like i feel so passionately about this show it it is like spectacular i never want it to end i think i'm gonna sob during the finale i'm re-watching every episode with kevin right now Mm because he's behind me and I'm like loving rewatching. I so me and you watched the first three, and then Kyle and I rewatched because he same yeah, thing yeah, he yeah. wanted to watch. Um, and I picked up on so many things that I didn't notice when we watched together. Yeah, same. I just could watch it over and over again, and I'd never get bored. I think so too. It's so so good. Kyle told me that he's listened to The River. He probably listens to it like ten times a day. Oh my gosh, like he's, he is obsessed. I wish that it was. I wish that we could look forward to more seasons, but it's not. I that. know. Unless they do, because they might just continue it off of, you know what? They might do that. Like they just, they just, I think they, they cover do. the book and then they'll just keep yeah. going. But they, okay. as someone who's, read- <gasps> oh no, no, <laughs> sorry. No. As someone who's read the book, they I can't. don't think they can. Wait, yeah, I guess, they they, could I guess do- we're already looking at their older, older selves. So it doesn't really make sense. No, they could do maybe like a little bit of a spinoff. Maybe it'll be like a, like a, the only band that's coming to my brain right now is like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> There's like a reunion. <laughs> but sometimes that ruins it anyway. So yeah. I might as well just like appreciate what I have now. I want them to just keep making music and maybe yeah. go on tour. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be like real life. They seem like they're all besties. I know. Like, don't they want that? Don't they want to go on tour together? Suki's like literally already on tour. (laughs) I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it'll be fine. I want that so badly. I do too. But they're also like not like real musicians. So that could be interesting. Like Riley and Sam who played Daisy and Billy talked about how they'd never did. They've never done music before, which is insane for Elvis Presley's granddaughter to have never done music. She's never done music before. That's what she like said in an interview. Like she was most proud of the music sequences that they had to put together because they've never like really like performed on stage or like had to like hold an audience while singing. So that's fair, which is crazy because they both, their voices are so good. Yeah. But I can't stress it enough. You guys need to start watching that and then something else we wanted to discuss was Vanderpump. And I am so sick and tired of begging you guys to watch Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Uh, you're not caught up on season 10, though. No, but I mean. I, OK, I just wanted to say that Raquel is like <laughs> off her rocker on season 10. Yeah. Which is so the episode that just happened on season 10 for everybody is like where she it's the night that she starts hooking up with Tom Sandoval. So it's weird watching it all back. But, and it's honestly sad. There's only so much you can do to defend her, of course. But it's like, you're watching her. Basically, it's like a series of, someone tells her, you and Tom Schwartz would be cute. And she's like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, we would be. And then she's like, ask Tom Schwartz to make out. And this oh is not a spoiler because this has been all over the internet. Yeah. But like, and then Lala likes this guy that is their server at dinner in mm-hmm. Vegas. And Lala is like, he's so hot. I've met him before. Like, I want to make out with him or whatever, hook up with him. And then Raquel's like, wait, like, he is so hot. It's like she's waiting. She can't, like, form her own thoughts. Yeah, she has to. And then with Tom Sandoval, it's like someone already wanted him. That was Ariana. Like, she only wants the people that she. That are already being, like, sought after. Yeah, it's really. She, obviously she's like going through something but it which it's not an excuse but it's it's like she's missing a few cells like something's not really <laughs> clicking the mechanics up there aren't working and then fully. the last episode what happened was they were in bed on this trip and i will say who's they the girls lala katie and christina kelly i don't know if you remember her from like early seasons i don't so i saw someone talking about her on 
Twitter, but I don't I don't think I remember that. I mean, I've seen up she to season like, six. She was pretty minor, but she worked at Vander. She worked at Sir. And I'm looking her up right now so I can get a picture. Now her and Katie are like have rekindled their friendship post divorce. Okay. And a lot of people have a big problem with her. I'm like re- pretty indifferent, but they are like older than Raquel. I love when people have like massive problems about like minor characters. I know, and people, <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's shows. interesting. But Raquel's obviously just like at a different stage in her life than them, so they are kind of they like talk down to her a lot. Oh, this girl. Wasn't yeah. she good friends with Stassi? Or at one point, Sorry, I think yeah, that okay. everyone's been besties with Stassi at right, one point. Right, 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 right. But anyway, Lala says, like, you, to Raquel, like, you are dangerous right now. Like, I would not trust you with my man when you're, like, drinking, when mm-hmm. you're drinking. And then Raquel says, well, thank God you don't have a man. Oh, my God. And all the girls are just like, <laughs> oh, my God, she's lost the plot. And that is literally the like the next day is when she loses the plot and starts hooking up with Tom Sandoval. She's definitely going through something. It's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, of course she she's so, having an identity crisis. No, she cries about it. She has a panic attack in the car. Yeah. She's like, I have no idea who I am. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot, but I for the I don't know. It's like it would almost be a little bit more excusable if she not excusable. That's the wrong word. But it would make more <laughs> sense if she like fuck Tom Sandoval one random night but it's like the fact that they're in love yeah. and like she continued it for seven months so it's not like she I don't know who I am I made a stupid mistake like I'm the worst person ever it's just like a no no remorse yeah like people make hook mistakes up affair, like yeah, affair shit like that happens but t- for it to continue didn't you or Emma tell me that at Tom's shows because mm-hmm. he's in this band yeah um <laughs> Ariana and Raquel were, would both be there together, like filming him, but she's like fully sleeping with Tom. Yeah, she would go sometimes just by herself too, which now looking back, people would like think is weird. Like yeah. they thought it was weird, but they didn't think it was, it was just odd. You and know? then to be that bold about it too is crazy. Yeah, she would literally be front row with Ariana, like recording him. Yeah, that's And not just even wild. people were, someone, I forget who it was, was saying that she, would always record him, but she would never like post it. So she was just recording him. Yeah, just it's to not have. like she was like posting it on her Instagram. Yeah, in it's like of a bestie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, yeah, it's just really. Mm. She didn't really seem to even because if you look back now, they weren't really like they were hiding it, mm-hmm. but it was also in plain sight. Like she wasn't even trying. And Tom's excuse is actually so hilarious what did he say you said well i think you would tell me it was because ariana's her dog died and she fell into this depression oh well he didn't say that oh but but that's what everyone's speculating her dog had died while they were on that vegas trip and she yeah was really depressed and that's when it started like her dog that she had had for i think it was an 18 year old dog or something so for most of her life anyway i just think that whole shit unfolding is still so entertaining I'm trying to think of other moments in reality TV that have come close. I don't know. I don't but know what the has. reunion is going to be fucking crazy. Also, Connor Wood was with Ariana yesterday, so I've been meaning to give him a call. Right. Because like, what the fuck? No, it's insane. Like, she, I'm know. glad I that know, she's like, out and about and just, doing well. Yeah, I just want to know like what her like mental is like. Like, how how is she doing? <laughs> Yeah, wondering if she confided in him and we can get that information. <laughs> Having to spill yeah. all of the tea. Um, well, Vanderpump's on Peacock. For those who have no idea what the actual fuck we're talking about, which is possible. Yeah. Go watch. Please, 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 please. You're going to be obsessed. I was hesitant at first, but it is. I think they're they're going to watch. I hope so. Me too. Okay, we should probably move on to stories just because this, like, half of this episode has been about things that some people may not care about at all. Right. Or you have an advice, don't you? We haven't done um, an advice in a while, if you want to do that. You know what? I actually might have been a liar. Oh. I thought I had one, but I don't. Okay. Um, then just read your story, you fucking lying piece of shit. <laughs> I guess there might be... No, it's not. she's not really asking for advice. Right. We can story. still give it. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, here we go. First off, of course, I'm a huge fan of the pod. It makes me feel like I'm sitting around talking with my girlfriends and I'm obsessed. Anyways, let's get into it. I'm sorry if this is long. It's just an absolute wild story that has made me and all my friends stumped, but I'll try to keep it brief. Let me start by saying I've been with my fiance for four years and it's been extremely healthy and stable throughout its entirety. That being said, and without giving too much detail, there's been something I've been lying to him about for two years. It's something I knew he wasn't okay with, but I was doing it anyways. I promise it's not cheating or anything like that. And yes, I'm a piece of shit and no, it's fucked up. My fiance and I have a group of friends that aren't really quality friends. They're always fun to drink with and we've known for and we've known for a while and spent a lot of time with them that all know about this lie. The lie in question started about two years ago and ended at least a year ago. A couple of months ago, my fiance received a text from a random number in our area code, essentially calling me a desperate whore and encouraged him to ask me about what I'm not telling him. We, of course, discussed this and I told him a half truth. Again, I fucked up. We were super freaked out and he obviously wasn't thrilled, but we got past it and moved on. Then about a week ago, he received screenshots taken from my phone that depict a conversation between me and my best friend, we'll call her Sadie, discussing the previously mentioned random text. In this conversation, I mentioned how terrible I feel about not telling him the whole truth. This, of course, is awfully damning, and I end up telling him everything. He's upset, but ultimately, we're not going to break up, break up over it, and he's mostly upset about the lying, which is understandable. So we talked it through, and we're fine. Someone got a hold of my phone, went back to a conversation that happened months ago, took screenshots, sent them to themselves, and then sent them to my fiance from some random ass phone number, most likely from a texting app. The amount of people who knew about this situation is very limited, and the most reasonable person for it to be is Sadie, my best friend of almost 10 years. She hasn't acted like anything is out of the ordinary, and I find it hard to believe she'd be this cruel. Naturally, I'm enraged. I feel violated and like someone is trying to ruin our relationship or at least cause drama in the creepiest way possible. I'm not even sure for certain who's doing this or, me or why. Maybe it's jealousy. But needless to say, my fiance and I are thoroughly freaked out that people we thought were our friends could do this to us. Anyways, I'm sorry this was so long, but this is some shit from Gossip Girl. Love you guys. So we don't get to know the lie? I know. I, so what if it's not cheating, what do you think it could be? I'm thinking maybe she was like talking to like an ex, maybe like a lot. But that's like, I don't know. And it's obviously something that other people in her friend group knew, but he didn't know. And then someone called her a desperate whore. Is yeah, that what that's say? what I'm saying. Like maybe she was like reaching out to an ex or something. I really, I really wish she would tell us. I might have to ask her. <laughs> yeah. Can, we can you tell us your most intimate? Your deepest target secret that you didn't want to tell your fiance? Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah, I, don't, I was thinking maybe in the beginning, like something with just like a life habit or something. Like maybe she... No, she said she like likes to go out and drink and stuff. I don't know. I was thinking maybe something like that. Like I used to lie to my ex-boyfriend about like vaping and then I would go hit other people's vapes like in the bathroom. Right. Um, but yeah, it can't be something like that because I, someone called her a desperate whore. I know. I'm seriously thinking she like might have kept in contact with like maybe she said she blocked an ex but then was still in communication or something. She even specifically said that it happened two years ago. And ended the line question started about two years ago and ended at least a year ago. So whatever she did, she was doing it for, for a, a full year. This is probably the last thing she wanted us to do I is know, like speculate I'm so about sorry, it. But it's the only thing that I can do to make it make sense. Okay. Well, we're not going to figure it out, but I am very confused with the phone thing and how that keeps happening. Like change your passcode. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I don't get it. I would get if it was screenshots from like not from her phone. For her phone like if it was like from her best friend's phone or something it's just like how does someone get a hold of your phone that many times yeah i mean i guess i'm trying to i'm think. not saying like i'm saying it's just very like i understand no, why she's so weird it's very creepy 
It reminds me of that story we told of that one girl who would wake up and her like roommate was like on her phone or something, which is like so scary. Could it be her fiance? Question mark. That's kind of what I was thinking. Conspiracy theory. Oh, shit. That's even worse. Like, so he doesn't have to say he went through her phone. Holy fuck. I don't know. That would be really crazy. Because, so do you think that she told him the half lie and then he got suspicious? We are going to send this girl into a spiral. <laughs> I mean, well, there's only like two suspects, really. Cause her it's fiance like, and her best friend. Fiance or friend. Uh, no one else even knows those messages exist. And like, who would really care that much to go? Like, I don't think any other one of their like random friends would care that much to go through her phone. And like, unless I don't know. I need some information on Sadie and your fiance's relationship. Are they super close? Are they? Yeah, maybe she feels like she needs to defend him. Yeah. Were they friends before you two were fr- were dating? Like, what's the? Maybe it's one of those situations situation. where, like, the friend rides for your significant other more than you for no reason, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Those are yeah, massive red flags. It's always so <laughs> weird. Wow, I'm really liking the fiance theory. Like, I think he got suspicious. It just feels the most, like, it makes the most sense. Went through. But for him to think, like, instead of calling her out, I'm going to send the messages to myself, delete them off her phone so she doesn't know that I sent the messages to myself, and then text them to myself from a random number. That's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's far-fetched. But it worked. She has no idea who the fuck did it. And she told the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Right. I don't know. I mean, I would just be like, hey, just went through your entire phone and let's discuss. This shit's going to keep me up at night. What's the lie? Yeah, I <laughs> feel really left out of this story. What is she lying about? It's anonymous. I think just she was talking us. to her ex. That's the only thing that makes sense. And I think she was like, oh, it's just a couple of times. But I think her and her ex were talking frequently. I feel like she's going to respond and be like, it's something like that's so not innocent. right. But I'm still not going to tell you. Just process of elimination. Every episode we guess something else. And right. she has to keep responding. Right. Well, I'm sorry that that's happening to you. I would feel extremely violated as well. That sucks. But yeah, definitely change your passwords on your phone. Change your password. Search the phone number. You'll be able to see what texting app it's from if it's from a texting app. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And then go on your boyfriend's phone and see if he's ever downloaded the app. Go to the app store and check it and see if it says get or re-download. And do it to your best friend's phone, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Am I a detective? Um, yes. In the FBI? Holy shit. Yeah, because I had, like, the... I've talked about her before, but the girl that catfished me, it was, like, green messages, and I looked it up, and I could see what app it was from. Right. I don't know if you'll be able to do that with every, you know, every random mm-hmm. phone number app, but... Seems possible. I just realized I've been drinking my coffee so close to the mic. <laughs> so That's fine. <laughs> hoping the sounds aren't there. I'll try to edit it out. Ugh. Okay. I have a story as well. This is kind of a creepy one. Ooh, wow. I think you'll like it, but I like, I don't like it. Does it have any ghosts or anything? No, just like a stalker. <sighs> oh, okay. Cool. Okay. My senior year of college was two years ago and I lived in an old house with nine girls in our college town, which was not the greatest of neighborhoods. About a month before we graduated, we received a letter in the mail addressed to the babes of our street address. And the return address was an abandoned church in the neighborhood. I'm attaching a photo of the letter we received for you guys to read. And it is so, so, so creepy. Whoever wrote this was obsessed with one of the girls I lived with and we still don't know who it was. The letter is so freaky and we obviously called the cops, but they said there was nothing they could do Ugh. because there wasn't even a stamp on it to track it. We called a bunch of our, our other friends to see if anyone else got this, but it was just us. We were so freaked out, but we're just extra cautious for the last month because we were moving out anyway. A few weeks later, we get another letter in the mail with a handwritten YouTube link. We type it in the computer and it was a scene from Texas Chainsaw Massacre <gasps> of a girl getting chopped up. We are genuinely so scared. All we wanted to do was move out move out at that point because someone was definitely watching oh our God. house. The funny ending to the story is that right after graduation, I had a breakup with a crazy, cheating, lying ex, and I accidentally texted him a photograph accusing him of writing the letters I meant to send to someone else oh. talking about him. Right. When I sent that text, I think I shit myself. I tried to turn <laughs> on airplane mode, but it was still no use. He answered and denied it. Still not totally convinced it wasn't him, though. Anyway, thank God we're all safe and nothing actually happened, but those letters are so scary, and I think about it now, and I can't believe we slept in that house with someone watching for God knows how long. Thank you for reading, and I hope it was entertaining. Um, Okay, so to the letter. 
I'm going to read two guys. It does mention her college. I'm going to try not to say it. Okay. It says, what the fuck? Why don't you ladies get it? Why do you drink so much when you don't have to? Why don't you just grow up? Why do you disrespect yourself so much by wearing tatered, tatered or tattered, tattered, tattered tattered (laughs) clothes? Do you think you are so evolved because of you or because of the impact the Bible had on your gene pool? Why am I writing this? Maybe it's because now I think I love some random says the college name woman student because she is completely out of hand ditzy witty overly confident beautiful generous and she probably doesn't live where you are but you probably know her like and then it says fuck you what so it's just like can i see it yeah it's just fucking creepy why did he asterisk the fuck word i don't know that is i mean but that's what it says or like f-u-j-k like, it's, it's weird. It's an immature, but it's also like... Also, why is it shaped like that? I don't know. It's shaped like it's a... Like, it's like, it looks like a butterfly. It's an a unfolded paper. envelope. Oh, even creepier. Yeah, it's just... He had an envelope and no piece of paper. So strange. Really weird. Obviously, this man hates women. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. But also is obsessed with one of them. Well, that's usually how it goes. It really is. It's like men hate women so much and like the things that they do and the things that they wear but there's but then they also like have to have them yeah i saw some guy tweeted recently pick a a side (laughs) if you're gonna hate us like go be with men just ignore us that is the problem like the most homophobic men too like they hate women so much and i'm like then it's just a lot it's confusing no some guy tweeted the other day um he was like women are so narcissistic that they can only dress in tight clothing at the gym like go put on a pair of like fucking sweatpants like no one wants to see all of that shit it's so distracting like all this stuff like shut and then up the second that i'm in a pair of sweatpants sweating my absolute dick off then it's like i shouldn't be sweating that much right <laughs> it doesn't make it's so con- yeah like wh- who cares that is so so creepy once i got that texas if i got that texas chainsaw link i'd move out I would too, especially if we, I was like already moving out. I'd just feel like moving out early. I'd be like, suddenly I love guns and I have to go buy one to protect myself. That yeah. shit is so scary. Terrifying. The handwritten link gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like that is just for some reason, like so much scarier than uh, it was probably just like some random ass kid. It like the letter was very immaturely written. Well, it just like freaks me out because he's I don't know I just feel like he's that's literally he's gonna kill someone yeah that's the type of guy <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to that's the type that's of guy that shoots up a school transparently yeah or like does some shit like uh the guy in Moscow Idaho yeah I was thinking yesterday I was telling Kevin like I like there it, there are struggles being a woman but like I'm so glad that I'm a woman me too I absolutely and like agree. there's not a lot of things that I'm sure about in my life but like my gender identity I'm totally good with uh-huh I'm so happy that I'm a woman like I was just like doing my makeup and I'm like this is so it feels so great and if right. like I didn't get to pick out a dress and go to Taylor Swift like what is the point <laughs> like gen like what is the point if I can't like put a fucking roller in my hair do you no, know what I mean no I agree and that was one of my um intentions for this year was like really really get in touch with my like feminine side and just be with my girls and it's also true and I I love women that's something that TikTok has done for me a lot like I love the TikTok community of women and like I love that my following is all women it's Mm -hmm. like so much fun yeah it's just like a girl gang girls are the best man girls are the best and I so I got invited to go on um nbc i told you and then i got invited to go on pbs so i got then i think i got invited to go on pbs live as well for both and like i should have done it it was to talk about the tiktok ban and like what it would mean for me as a creator to lose tiktok but i felt like i could say something really stupid and have like a viral moment of being stupid no, not that I don't think that would happen, but it's just my anxiety. No, speaking. obviously. Yeah. And I was just like, I said no to both because I was like, I think it would make me more anxious than bring me any sort and of any sort like, of like not joy growth, is the wrong word, like but like from the yeah, like I was like, it 
when I do interviews, the cons outweigh the pros. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I do interviews, when I like have, I've ever done podcasts, like whatever, I get so anxious even if I don't say anything bad. So I was just worried about being on live TV, which is like stupid because I need to say yes to more opportunities. And I could have said something valuable, but I just said no. Anyway, but I was thinking about like what I would say. Mm -hmm. And obviously like, it's just so sad. I don't want to lose TikTok. And I think that like so much of the, um, like younger voters and stuff learn on TikTok. Yeah. We just don't really have anything else like that right now. So I'll be really sad. Well, one, I'll be unemployed. But that, like, <laughs> besides that, I was thinking about, like, what I would say from, a, like, an interview perspective. Yeah. And it's just, it feels, like, really wrong censorship, in my opinion. I'm really curious if it's actually going to happen. I, like, totally get it. But at the same time, China's had our data for three years now. So, like, what's the point of the ban now? <laughs> Yeah, I like, like they still have they still have all our data. I don't know. That's why I couldn't go on because I can't talk about it from a national security standpoint. Right. But at the same time, it's like as an, an individual consumer, like they want they want to convince the public of like that to that it's to protect them. Whatever. Right. But then Meta is doing the exact same thing to you. And I know it's not China, but it's like they're still yeah, they're they doing the exact same thing to you. They don't give a fuck about you individually. Like it's just I don't know. It makes me sad. I feel like obviously TikTok can like mentally not be the best, but I also think it has helped me so much in terms of just like lifestyle choices. And like, I feel like one of the reasons I was able to get through my like usual like winter depression, like it was the best it's ever been this past winter. It was one for some reason. I think this podcast really helped me not to be like, Oh, but, um, all these girls were talking about like tips and tricks like to get through your like seasonal depression. And I really think it was so helpful. Yeah. There's a pro. Let me get in the white house and talk to Joe. Well, the thing is, is that there are TikTokers in the white house and it's the same TikTokers that I went to DC with. And I'm like, they're on the front lines, like fighting. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you guys are fucking saints because like what they'll talk about is with things like the Ohio train explosion or random things that Mm -hmm. happen. Like, we get to see them from a non-censored standpoint mm-hmm. or um, not standpoint. What am I trying to say? But just like immediately we get to see it a, from like a different point of view. Someone actually yeah. going through it because that took the news like four days or something to cover. A while, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just random things like that that we wouldn't know about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know you get your news immediately from Twitter and podcasts, but like I learn about what's going on in the world on TikTok. So yeah, which is like a great way to consume it. A lot of people who post videos like. It's just an easier way to get all your info. Also, respectfully, Biden, like one, when you're going to make this decision, just remember that literally Gen Z did a full Democrat <laughs> Democrat campaign for you on TikTok. Like, bitch, they put you in office. And even for the midterm elections, like they had... They were tracking that shit and there was like millions, not millions, hundreds of thousands of voters that registered because of TikTok. Don't you like have his phone number at this point? Like just shoot him a text. Literally. I'm like, how are you going to like take that picture with us? Like you (laughs) love us and then turn your back on us. (laughs) No, I mean, we don't know what decision he'll make. And then the CEO of TikTok, I actually think her, I think she's coming this weekend from, and she's going to talk about it. Like she's saying her side. Oh. So I think... People are saying that will help. I don't I hope know why. So. Where am I going to get all my workouts and my recipes from? Ugh. Emily, I'm going to have to get a job. That's <laughs> so insensitive. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I guess I'll be an Instagram influencer. Well, that's what I'm talking about. We can open a restaurant or start a band. Well, I'm getting my real estate license, but I'll be in the band too. Okay. I need to learn an instrument or something. That's <laughs> I, I was thinking like I kind of just want to like stand there and like look good. Yeah, but me too. I'm I, the cute outfits. Yeah, but I don't really have... And do drugs or something. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying I want to be... And Camilla. smoke cigarettes. Oh, is, my God. Man, Sage. The chain-smoking culture in that show. It makes me makes want it, to pick up a cigarette <laughs> makes and it look like cigarettes light are the most it and fun smoke it. thing in the world. Like, I just rewatched the scene. Not a, uh, Yeah, not a spoiler, but like of them writing together. Yes. And... 
if you actually do, like count the amount of cigarettes that they smoked during you, that writing session and it just looks so fun it looks so like glamorous so glamorous oh my gosh do you think are they actually smoking real cigarettes usually they don't and on tv shows so i don't know if they do they just they all just took 10 years off their life yeah literally <laughs> like it's because so i mean imagine like the amount of reshoots and stuff too and everything starts to smell like cigarettes also i think they have fake cigarettes they in hollywood to. they have to yeah can i get them i want them yes we should just start doing that yeah just for the vibes i have another story i think actually okay it's about perfect it's about god so kind of awesome i love god <laughs> i love her okay here you go Hey, besties, sharing a story related to a drama Thursday where a girl said her boyfriend retroactively decided to save himself for marriage and dumped her. It's uh, kind of long, but promise it's worth it. Queen, this is not long at all, but thank you for that. People don't understand like what long is until anyway. Go ahead. All right. Uh, the same thing happened to me when I was 20. After dating the guy for a year, he called me one day and told me to meet him to get takeout in his car, by the way, because he had some exciting news to tell me. Basically, we sat eating Subway in his car. He told me he had a revelation about his life and that God spoke to him, telling him to move to Texas. We lived in Florida to fulfill his dream of becoming a traffic cop, as well as save himself for marriage, even though he'd slept with me in half our town. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could say I ended it then, but we continued to date on and off for months, even went on a Fourth of July trip with his family until it finally fizzled out while I was away at college, thankfully. Fast forward about two and a half years, and he's now engaged to someone that he's dated for four months. Props to him, I guess, because he made it to Texas, but he never became a traffic cop. Oh. Instead, he's a manager at a mattress store. Wish he would have just broken up with me like a normal person instead of having to bring Subway into it. Also, wish I'd called it quits when he surprised me on our third date by taking me to a Trump rally. <laughs> Love the pod, and thanks for reading. Oh, my God. <laughs> Surprise, we're storming the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah lots of red flags there Queen. i wish i could be like girl you're an idiot but that happened to me so like you went to you got surprised with the trump rally no date? no but it was a republican man and yeah. he did like we were hooking up and then he told me that like we're not gonna hook up anymore because he's like found his relationship with god again and right Basically, it was like, I, we can like keep hanging out, but like no sex, whatever. Mm-hmm. Next night, immediate, like, you're having sex. asking me to have a threesome. So, right. like, yeah, he didn't, re- I guess God didn't like get to him that much. Like, he spoke to him, but it was more of a whisper, <laughs> not like he, he didn't project enough, <laughs> didn't get through to him. Right. But, um, well, he's also gay now, right? Rumor has it, yeah. rumor has it that he has switched to the other side and, I just hope, I just hope he's proud, you know, I don't think he is. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard him on the phone with his parents and I don't, I, it's actually, if he's he is extremely gay, homophobic, right? He's extremely yeah. homophobic and That's if he is gay, it's extremely sad, but I mean, yeah. he's also like a terrible human being. Also, someone was asking me to explain the, um, gun under my pillow. Cause I put, I responded right to that and someone on the pod was like can you please elaborate on this and there's nothing to elaborate i literally like would wake up with a gun under my pillow and i'd be like can you just put it away like when i'm sleeping yeah here? just put it in your nightstand yeah and like he, a normal person he'd just be like oh i didn't know you were gonna come so i forgot about it and i'm like girl right i don't know how like it's like i can be as judgmental as i want on this podcast <laughs> but then it's like i've done the stupidest shit yeah. ever so when i am ever like just, I'm talking out of my ass. So just everyone. No, of everyone's course. been in low points. That was one of them for me. No, and I love. She was honest. She was like, I should have broken up with yeah, him right exactly. then and there, but I stayed with him. We've all done that shit. But like, okay, I was just gonna. This is like a weird topic because I get this a lot. I don't respond to it all the time, but I get a lot of these, like which is having the revelations where they're like, just oh my like God. middle of the relationship, they'll be having sex the whole time, have have had sex with other people, mm-hmm. and then. Instead of just breaking up with them. I mean, this guy seems like he might have stuck with it. Like, he got married really quickly. So, maybe he, like, waited. Sounds like it. Yeah. Which, like, if that is your truth, then then live it out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I get stories of a lot of guys who say that instead of just being like, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. And then they just move on to the next girl and have sex with the next girl. Yeah. And that 
is really weird behavior. Uh, they just have a hard time telling the truth and like talking about their feelings truthfully. It is odd. Like, I, I, no. just, <laughs> I don't know how it's better to be like, God actually intervened. Like in their, but in their brain, it is better. It's so weird. Yeah. I was ready to go to church with this man. Like you would have, I, we, I was going to church with him on Sunday. Yeah, you're down and bad, I, Kat. Yeah, it was really weird. But I was just like, it was also a joking thing. Yeah. Like I was. You weren't that serious. I was self-aware at the time yeah. and there was no future. You were but just having fun. I was having fun. Um, <laughs> but, but it's shocking. He's cute. Like. He is cute. Yeah. But like it's shocking <laughs> to look back on. <laughs> but that um, was in like an era where I really was. And I wasn't talking to only him either. Like it was not that serious. But also I I wanted him to like me really badly, which makes no sense. Obviously. Yeah. But it's like. For what? For what? Right. Yeah. He was still in love with his ex and he probably still is. Oh, but the girl before you. Well, I don't know. I'm sure there was girls in between us. Right. But yeah, mm-hmm. he was like with this girl long term and she left him for another guy and he never recovered. And I talked to him like years later after I was dating Kevin, like in person at school. And he was like, and I was like, I think you're still in love with her and you need to like go to therapy go and deal that with that. Out. And he was like, you're right. So yeah, he was. There's no way he's done that. No, <laughs> no. But I, I was like, you need to like. Figure that out before you go and like fuck with another yeah, person. Of basically. course, of course. But I mean, it's fine. It's literally fine. <laughs> do do what you love. Do what you love. <laughs> you know, sleeping with a gun under your pillow. Just do it. Go to church. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go to. <laughs> if church, you want. No. <laughs> He's basically this. The guy. Oh, sorry. The guy from this story is basically Saint Patrick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So he had some true. divine intervention. So so true. Um, perfect in every way, but they whoa. <laughs> they don't want you to talk about Taylor Swift. Like oh, they think it's annoying. Come on, deal breaker. Yeah, Kyle was actually being so annoying. He was fucking with me, but every time because I've only been listening to Taylor for the past like three days. Me too. And anytime I put a song on, he'd be like, "This is her worst song." <laughs> like, every single time, and I was trying so hard. I was like, like, what's your favorite Taylor era? Like, mm-hmm. we're waiting in line at Chick-fil-A, and I'm like, what, what is it? And he goes, I don't know the eras. And I go, you don't know all of her albums? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and I was like, I thought that was just basic knowledge that everyone knew. I just feel like everybody knows about Taylor's albums. Yeah. And he goes, Emily, I don't know anything. You were at Chick-fil-A? Yeah. So you're homophobic. <laughs> You're gonna say that. I was really for the first time I had guys, to play on Friday. Admittedly, like I was hungover on Saturday. <gasps> like you I wasn't were. it wasn't terrible, but like I I was I was going through it and Kyle and I didn't wake up until like eleven thirty. We got Chick-fil-A and sat in his basement all day and watched Daisy Jones and basketball and then I'm so jealous. That was it. I woke up at seven AM, went to my brother's weightlifting competition. Um, at 9 a.m. He didn't pick up a weight until noon. Oh, my God. I sat there. I did leave and go to Duncan and come back, but I sat there from 9 to 12.30. But I did see the world record for squat. What? 9.05. That's insane. Insane. His name was Philip. It was cool. And also the strongest woman in the world was there. And she wasn't. This com- all was just happening casually. In Essex, Maryland. Yeah. yeah I questioned that as well. I was like... <laughs> when you really think about it like when there starts to be that many record holders you do have to like raise a few flags but I guess like it's for like for that guy's weight class Mm -hmm. oh it's a record but not makes I actually googled it though and the record overall for anyone for squat is like a thousand fifty so it's not really I mean it is far off but 100 pounds more yeah but for this guy's weight class I guess that's the record but um yeah Connor did 470 which was cool wow i always get so scared when i see people squatting that much that their legs are gonna snap in half yeah my dad was like i don't know how we haven't seen like any knees pop and i was like yeah i don't understand also like how the bar is capable of holding 900 pounds it bends yeah like that's crazy 
And he did go for 500 and he's gotten it before, but he didn't get it. Yeah, that's all right. Just an off yeah. day. It was, it's like the weightlifting community, it was so funny. So Connor has a, my, this is my brother, by the way, that I'm talking about. He has this sh- like sh- buzzed head and mm-hmm. a beard. Every, si- and, ta- and a lot of tattoos. Every single guy I kept being like, oh, there's Connor. Every guy looked exactly the same. <laughs> Every guy had a buzzed head and, yeah. and a beard and tattoos. And they're all like built the same. And I, everywhere I looked, it was that Connor. So I was funny. like, wow, he's really found, found his, his tribe. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. Oh, that's so awesome. 900 pounds. I squat like 130 something. Like, that's it. Yeah. And it was kind of a big crowd. And we all like really. So he, for his 900 pound, like everyone was really, really hype. Oh so like God. he gets down to the point and everyone's like, oh. Yeah, right. And he got it. And it was so cool. Oh my God. Did you get like goosebumps? I mean, kind of. Yeah. World record. Yeah. Damn. So that's what I did on Saturday. Well, it sounds exhilarating. It was nice. I just wish I would have like been able to sleep a little bit longer. Right. What'd you do Saturday? Anything? Is that like Saturday night? No, I went. No. So after that, I got hibachi with my family and then. Oh, Kyle and I wanted hibachi so bad. Yeah. But we didn't. And then I went home, took a nap, woke up, ate the rest of my hibachi. Mm, that sounds honestly perfect. And then watched Daisy Jones and then went to bed. Perfect. It was amazing. That's a dream. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Sorry for the non-Taylor fans. And the non-Vanderpump fans and the non-Daisy Jones fans. Yeah. Sorry for everyone involved. Just sorry for listening. Sorry for, yeah. (laughs) Sorry for being here. Okay. Bye, guys. We love love you guys. Thanks.